Now, the first thing I want to talk about is a death penalty. We got a very interesting Facebook message in from a listener who describes himself as a fairly liberal-minded person, but says that the death penalty should be introduced for certain crimes like rape and murder. Approximately 20 people a year in the US are given the death penalty, but over 2,700 people are currently sitting on death row awaiting uh, to be given the, the death penalty. Now, a number of organisations, principally Amnesty International, remain staunchly opposed to the death penalty. They argue that it does not reduce crime, and there doesn't seem to be any evidence of that, certainly in the United States. And that no justice system will ever be immune to making, I suppose, mistakes. Here in Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, capital punishment was abolished in statute law in 1990. Um, but it actually wasn't removed from our constitution till 2001, as far as I know. But because we're part of the European Union, we can never reintroduce the death penalty. Unless, of course, we left the European Union and had a referendum. We would have to have a referendum to reintroduce it. So theoretically, it's possible but we'd have to not be part of Europe. Mind you, in the next 10 years, it's probably going to be a thing anyway, uh, because I don't see the EU lasting for much longer the way things are going at the moment, particularly after Brexit, if indeed it happens. So, theoretically, would you be in favour of it? People in favour of it might argue that the death penalty is an effective way to ensure crimes aren't repeated. Certainly, the murderer is not going to murder again if he's dead, or that it ensures that a punishment can be appropriate for the crime. In other words, a life for a life, which is kind of quite biblical. But what do you think? And we, are you in favour of the death penalty for certain crimes? You know, when you hear of a woman being, you know, raped, molested, murdered, body buried or some heinous crime, or you hear somebody just murdered in cold blood, a planned, meticulous murder, do you think that somebody should get the death penalty for that? Do you believe it makes a difference? Does it deter other people from committing similar crimes? I mean, do you really believe that a criminal who goes out to murder somebody or rape somebody thinks to themselves, I better not do that because I get the death penalty? Because realistically, they know they're going to end up in jail anyway. So they, they really don't care about the consequences. So do you think it would make a difference? Would you be in favour of the death penalty in Ireland, theoretically? Yes. Let's say, for example, there was a referendum tomorrow. Theoretically, right? There's a referendum tomorrow and you've been asked to vote reintroduce the death penalty for certain crimes. Now, in America, it is for certain crimes, multiple murders, murder of a child, uh, rape and murder. So it's for certain types of crimes. You don't always get the death penalty for murder, depending on the state you're in. Not every state, of course, has the death penalty as well. But I want to ask you, you're in favour of the death penalty, yes or no, for certain crimes. Um, murder, obviously, would be the main one. What do you think? Yes, you would be in favour of it, or no, absolutely not. That you think life in prison would be better. Let me know what you think. And the number is 087 I want everybody to vote. Take out your phones. It's free of charge. You can either text or WhatsApp. 087 Would you be in favour of the death penalty? Yes, you would. Or no, you wouldn't. Uh, all right. Let me just go to Niall, who sent in the message. Uh, Niall, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing now? How are you doing, Niall? Good. Well, you, you describe yourself as a fairly liberal-minded person. I am. I've, um, I mean, I voted in the both recent referendums. Okay. Agreeing to them, and um, so you agree with progression? Yeah. Yeah, I do, and I, I've, when it comes to human rights, I'm all for that. Right. Okay. Um, now uh, there is certain things I, you know, conservative views I do have as well, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm more or less in the middle anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, I I've been thinking about this for for a while, and um, there are some terrible um, people out there, and I just wonder. I mean, I can never understand life imprisonment. It never really works, you know. For um, well, when you say it never works, it's you're taking well, away somebody's I, I freedom. I see it's like you know you're paying for taxes to keep them holding them away for life, and um, you know sometimes it doesn't really mean life, and you know. Well, generally in this country, it doesn't mean life. It's only at maximum yeah, exactly. twenty-four years. Yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah. like um, you know, if we're talking about like a heinous crime and. And we're bloody certain that this this the person who's done it. Um, why not? 
Well, you would have to. Now, nowadays, it's it's easier to be certain because you you know you can use DNA evidence. DNA, yeah. And but there, but there have like been the- some very high profile murders in this country in the last number of years that relied not so much on DNA evidence but circumstantial evidence. Now, mm. in, there's always a level of unsurety about circumstantial evidence. Now, I'm not suggesting those people are not guilty. They probably are, mind you. They probably tell everybody they're innocent. But in saying that, I think you would have to be 100% sure somebody... It would have to be a murder, a guilty uh, verdict by DNA evidence before... Yeah, as well, if you have, like, things like DNA and then you're able to track down uh, the people's phones and there's also and a, mur- and a murder weapon or anything the body, like yes. that, or fingerprints, yeah. you know, it, it's a pretty... You, it can be pretty easily done, you know? mm I mean, there was questions being asked about, you know, certain cases over the last few years, you know, about some cases where we didn't really even have a body. And we have, you know, circumstantial evidence. I'm always cautious that there has been cases in the United States. We we interviewed one man here who was sentenced to death. He was on death row in this country, or in America, should I say. We had him on the air. We spoke to him. And he was found, he was exonerated in the end when DNA evidence came forward, which proved he wasn't the person who committed the crime. And he was in jail yeah, for 20, few, 26 years in jail. Yeah, and, well, in the States, they have also have racial issues as well, which is, you know, yeah, so I comes mean, into play. I mean, there's the documentary which has been on, was it Netflix or Sky Atlantic there recently, about the five lads um, that were accused of raping a girl. Um, and they've all been freed now. I mean, there was a murder going on over during the week because Donald Trump wouldn't apologise. Uh, but but again, they were men who were convicted in the wrong because they were black guys who just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. So wrong time, that yeah. that's just the caution, isn't it? That's the problem. So let, let's okay. Well, then let's argue that uh, theoretically we know the person did it, right? Mm. Do, is it just too quick? I mean, wouldn't you not rather if it was a, one of your family members that was killed? Would you not rather the person suffered a lifetime of, you know, six by four cell? I don't think that suffering life imprisonment really don't. I mean, a lot of, there's even prisoners that will, you know, commit a crime to get back in. Um, I don't think it's the only thing is life, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Steve is saying here, big time, electrocution, fry the you-know-whats, and pay-per-view, no bail, no long-term in prison, it would most definitely deter people, male, female, and all neutral genders, says Steve. So, um, what, Some pay-per-view? <laughs> in other words, let people watch it. Well, no, but I wouldn't be, you know, I would be in favour of parents flicking the switch, all right. <laughs> mm. And somebody else mentions I would vote yes because in America where the death penalty is in place of crime and murders are lower. No, they're not, actually. There's no evidence of that at all. There are some states in America where murders or homicides, they call them over there, are actually higher in states where they have the death penalty. So there's no evidence that the death penalty actually works. This is the problem, now. It's not a deterrent. Yeah, I was just... Uh, yeah, but you you know, the worst thing is, like... um the more, don't forget, there's parts of the states where they don't have the death penalty and mm-hmm. they would allow them have, you know, in the states they have huge problems with prison, with um, with prisons, like a lack of room. Mm-hmm. So, with the amount of people being locked up. Well, yeah, you've got the, the well, they're privately run penitentiaries as well. I mean, 5% of the American population have been in jail at some point. They tend to put people in jail quicker than we would. So that's why the jails get fairly full quite quickly. People not who haven't committed very serious crimes are in jail. You know, mm. so it, it's a different kind of system to the system we operate. We tend to give away a lot more community service and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, but the, but mind you, the hardened cases are usually on death row or in, you know in in hardened penitentiaries. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't well, know. well, well, I don't well hang on, Niall. Let me let me just go to Sean as well. Sean, you're on classic hits. How you doing, Sean? Hi, how's it going, Niall? Um, or well, Niall and Niall, should I say? Yeah, well, Niall has raised the issue. He sent us a message saying that, you know, although he's fairly liberal-minded, he believes the death penalty would be a good deterrent for very serious crimes. Is it? It doesn't seem to be borne out by evidence. Mm. You were mentioning the United States. I, I think of the, the most violent societies on Earth, uh, generally also you know, the ones the, the 
narco states of Latin America, the Middle East, uh, Africa. They generally all have the death penalty as well. It doesn't seem to be doing a great job deterring people. No. They have no. the death penalty in certain countries for possession of drugs, for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, Singapore, I've traveled through there. I even joke with my friends before I, I had a flight transfer in there on the way to India. I even joke with my friends, geez, I hope you guys don't like put any drugs in my suitcase. That could be the last you see of me. They make you fill out these landing cards with it printed in big uh, red letters that could be resulting in your death if you try that. So, mm. yeah, and, pe- and people still dealing drugs in those countries. People still do that there. Although, to be fair, a lot less than I'm guessing most countries. Because pretty, pretty <laughs> the, last thing, the last thing I want to do is be shot by a firing squad for having a, a joint. They, they have similar laws like that in Indonesia, but Indonesia is not nearly in the level of socioeconomic development that Singapore is. Singapore is a very rich, modern country that can... You is know, it they Bali they, they, they execute by firing squad? I think they do, isn't it, in Bali? I don't know the method they use mm. over there. No, I would, I would say basically it's just uh, arguing whether it's a deterrent or not or you know whether it's cheaper or not. It, it's really sidestepping the issue. It just basically, in my opinion, it makes the people who are in favor of it, they, it just satisfies their, their thirst for vengeance and makes them feel good. It's an emotional appeal. There's really... I don't see any rational justification. But is, is, is it not retribution? Well, retribution in what sense? I mean, if you've got a family, you know, who have lost, you know, a daughter, son, mother, father, brother to murder, and maybe in a most horrific way. I mean, for them, yes, you might say revenge, but retribution as well for society on that individual. Yeah, yeah, knowing that, that person's gone, you know? Is, is that how we settle things for other crimes? Like if uh, you find me burning a building down, does that mean somebody comes to my house and burns my house down? Or if, if I rape a woman, do I am I sentenced to be raped by a government rapist? Or it no, seems I that mean, it's only... Um, let's well, think look, about this. Put it murder this way, is the, murder is well, the well, well, hang on, sorry. No, what do you want to say, Sean? Well, I'm just saying murder is the only crime for which this okay. apparently the, the, the state is enacting the same penalty that... In, the, the, the criminal did to get there in the first place. Okay, sorry, Niall, you want to say something, Sean? Go well, li- is life imprisonment really the answer? Really the solution to this? Solution? What do you, what your, what, what do you think? What is, what is your proposal? I don't understand what problem is you're trying to solve. Well, he, well, what he's trying to say is the cost of keeping somebody in jail. He doesn't believe in itself. It's punishment to put somebody in jail. Because, look, sure, in jails in this country, they have college, they have dentists, they have nice food, they have TVs, Playstations. Okay, you have, you've lost your freedom, but, you know, you can live a reasonably comfortable, normal life and get used to it. They have mobile phones, even. Well, they're not supposed to have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the prisons do allow them, some of the open prisons, yeah. So I mean, yeah. well, there's a country that actually uses it quite extensively. United States, the the cost of the death penalty generally exceeds uh, sentencing somebody to life without parole. It's actually more expensive, mm-hmm. quite a bit more expensive. the The jury selection process is more expensive. The appeals process, the fact that they often have to be kept in isolated accommodations 23 hours a day, more expensive. Um, the, the pre-trial cost there's a, there's a hell of a lot more uh, the higher that's because a lot of people on debt road 2,700 at the moment are hanging around waiting for years well, yeah I think that's crazy now that is crazy I do think that there's you know you, that um, it should be there shouldn't they shouldn't be hold, hold on to the uh, so you think they so uh, should a frog march from the court and off you go, dear sentence to death, and there you go, straight off to the chair? No, I don't mean that. I, don't, I think there should be a certain period of time, and then, and then you know, but I don't think like 10 well, years waiting go by the for your death penalty is a joke, you know? Not whether justice is done? Sorry, Sean? So I was going to say, you're just going to run the clock? Is that basically it? Is that the government wouldn't have an interest in just being... Governments have bureaucratic inertia in the best of times. You're saying they wouldn't actually just drag. I think you should up. have a certain amount of years on on death row, and that, why? Uh, um, and then, but well, maybe maybe you have to give yourself time to prove your innocence. You can have yeah. like ten, fifteen years on death row or whatever, which is a joke. You know, it's that's cruel itself. Well, I mean, you have to give it a certain amount of time to obviously, you know, put in your appeals and prove your innocence and ask for leniency or whatever it is you want to do. So you have to give it a certain well, amount of time. Well, that does bring up another point where you just mentioned there, that it's, the waiting is cruel. Yeah, there's, there's not even a real symmetry there between what the, the murderer does, unless the murderer, what the murderer is doing is 
going to their victim and telling them sometime in the next 15, 20, 25 years, I'm going to put you to death. And in the meantime, I'm going to keep you in this building confined. Um, but it would not be fair to say, Sean, there are individuals in this world who are better off dead. On an emotional level, yes, of course. I, I, if somebody did something to somebody I cared about, I, I want to do something myself. And frankly, I wouldn't really care about the legal uh, remedies, but that's, that's, personal action that's not the, the government has a much higher responsibility than, than me. But as the government has a responsibility to protect the public and protect the people, the citizens The government of the has country. a responsibility to enact justice. Justice is the situation where you, you set up a situation where there's two disputing parties and the situation is just if not knowing which party you are, you agree that the setup is fair. But in saying that, you know, when, when a government is set up to, to obviously administer justice, they also have to be uh, fair about it and they also have to administer a punishment uh, for that crime when justice is served. And for some people, rehabilitation, which is what prison is meant to be about, is an impossibility. I mean, well, I mean well, yeah, you're, you're pretty, you're, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. But again, what's wrong with them keeping them in prison for the rest of their natural lives? Again. That, that serves, that doesn't, uh, the, the argument that they're going to offend again, well, if they're kept in without parole, they can't offend again. Okay, well, say there for a second. I want to just throw this open. If you want to send us a text, uh, Niall raised the subject. He wants to know, do, do we believe the death penalty should be reintroduced to Ireland? Now, to point out again, because somebody texts in and says, Niall, why are you having a conversation? Well, it's not actually possible. Well, it is possible. But uh, serious events would have to happen for us to reintroduce the death penalty. Firstly, of course, we, we can't be part of the European Union anymore. Uh, because it's against European law. <clears throat> but we would also have to have a referendum because it was taken out of our constitution in 2001, as far as I know, abolished in 1990. I think the last person to be sentenced to death in this country was in the 1950s, uh, but they weren't sentenced to death in the end. Uh, the president pardoned them in the end. Okay, so keep, keep texting. Look, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Um, Shane, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Shane? Good evening, Niall. Good. Shane, you heard Sean completely against it, but Niall is in favour of it. He says, yeah, that's it. You know, I mean, a life for a life, I suppose, in some way, with some people just as they're better off dead. Mm, I'm against it um, because for the simple reason is that I, it, it's, it's too much of an easy way out. They don't suffer for what they've done. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'd agree with locking them up for the whole of their natural lives, as Sean has already said, but... The system we have at the moment is, is too easy for them when they're inside. Playstations, three square meals a day, all that kind of stuff. So I think what could be a possible good solution, in my eyes it's a good solution, is we're surrounded by water and we have plenty of islands on, uh, around our coast. Pick, pick the furthest one out, out away from the coast. Um, put a building on it, corrugated roof, no electricity, no internet, none of that kind of stuff. Running cold water, that's it. When you're convicted and you're sent to this place, you get a packet or a couple of packets of vegetables, seeds, whatever. You're told, grow your own food. You're told, make your own food, bread or whatever. Whatever way you want to do it or whatever way you figure out how to do it. Um so a Robinson Crusoe sort of thing. <laughs> Not so much Robinson bit unrealistic. Crusoe. Well, why is it unrealistic? Well, I mean, a lot of the, what's that if that would would inevitably end with the deaths, of premature, very rapid deaths well, of many prisoners who wouldn't be able to. Sounds like do a that. reality show, if you ask me. But and somebody obviously people are going to die. It's going to be the survival of the fittest. Uh, people are going to kill each other on that well, island. Having a prison on a rock wouldn't be so bad. Well, no, I, no, I can agree. San Francisco. Is, is there no middle ground between going from PlayStations and you know from that to? Uh, like Niall says, like, you know, a reality show, well, Death Island you, or something. How, how, what about, what about labor? That's what the, the origins of prisons going back into the 1600s were as, as, as factories. What about returning to that? Hard I labor. personally wouldn't have a problem with that. Labor. Break, labor. Breaking rocks, yeah. Didn't they try that in um, Arizona? Well, they still do it. Sheriff Apaya. They do it in Louisiana for gone profit. Now, they have is he gone, Sheriff Apaya? Is he gone yeah. now? Yeah, he didn't get elected the last time. All right, okay. okay. Corruption thing. But he had him wearing pink underwear and pink T-shirts and <laughs> all this bright... Yeah, he demeaned them. Yeah, he used to bring yeah, them out and it. have them working and demean them. But, yeah. but, but put them put them away where they can't get access to families, where the families aren't allowed to visit them, where 
you know, they have no contact with the outside world where they suffer. But does, does, that, well, does that not defeat the purpose in some sense that if you're going to put people in jail or incarcerate people, which is still incarceration on an island, be it, yeah. uh, essentially what you're then going to do is that it would have to be supervised of some description. You can't just leave them there amongst themselves. So, yep. it would, and all you're doing by making, letting them having no visitors, making them grow their own food, maybe box the heads off each other every now and again, is make life <laughs> difficult for the people who work there. I'm not worried about them. I'm talking about the people who work there and have to look after it. No, should I mean, they, they, they come in and they, you can put a fence around it if you wanted to. You don't even have to do that. You could put, you know, exclusion zone around the, the island so that no one can go near us. You know? Mm. You, you do run into an injustice problem that was similar to people who were wrongfully convicted, though. I mean, again, if they're killed by fellow prisoners or they die of starvation and it turns out that they were innocent, you run into a similar problem. Yeah, but sure, I mean, that can happen in a regular prison job. It, it shouldn't be happening at all. I mean, again, that's we kind of, a, you know, that's another, you know, the people. I, I, I think so. when we have this conversation and we talk about these different ideas as to what we should do with people who are guilty of these heinous crimes, I think we have to be 100% sure the person is guilty. Now, it's all well and good saying the person is guilty or, you know, a jury decides they're guilty of a crime. But as I said already, we've had some high-profile cases in this country of recent uh, where there has been circumstantial evidence, not DNA evidence. Going back over the last 10 years, there's been a number of cases I could point out where there was circumstantial evidence. Now, I'm not suggesting those people weren't guilty. But, Be careful now. But what don't I'm mean, saying don't is... Don't mention any names. I'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> but I'm, but what, I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm not suggesting they're not guilty. They probably are. But, but you know, they're not banged to rights, Sean. And, and DNA, DNA evidence is another form of circumstantial evidence. It's a very strong form, generally speaking. But you can also frame people with DNA genetic evidence as well. That's not exactly a... Again, you're not, you're not approaching some sort of metaphysical level of 100% certainty here. Mm. You know, you kind of have to be... And again, you know, everybody has their own, you know, threshold of what level of, you know, what of, of uncertainty you're so comfortable with. Your... I'm not comfortable personally with any level uh, when it results in an execution. Now, I, I, again, we shouldn't, we we shouldn't be just tolerating, you know, prison abuse. Or I find these jokes about prison rape. I found them find them disgusting, and I found them disgusting for a long time. Um, the law should be enforced fairly, but they should be enforced severely and and, and thoroughly. But uh, again, you, you have to make you have to make allowances that sometimes the jury process gets it wrong. And just try and imagine yourself being in that situation. And, and you know, that, it's a fair point, Shane. There have been people genuinely who were in that situation who were convicted wrongly. Nile Nile had one of them on. You know, he's been on a couple times. That's right, yeah. His name. Yeah, he's twenty six oh. years in jail. And yeah, there's hundreds of other people that have been in similar circumstances. Yeah, Nick, yeah, Nick Yaris. I don't know whether you were listening, Shane. Nick Yaris. We only had him on there about two or three months ago, and again, he was 26 years on death row. Yeah, but I, I just, I, but I, I'm not in favor of the death penalty. If you know, no, but, but when you're putting someone to on an except island, except by negligence, you're just not by intention. But sure, I mean, like as I and I, as I've said, they could very easily get killed in a regular prison if they were if they're lifers. But they're not meant to. I mean, we, we, well, look, America's different to Ireland now, in fairness. And our prisons over here, people generally don't die. Now and again, they do by natural causes. But we do, we, we do have a responsibility as a state to protect people in prison. When you're in government custody, yes, it's, 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 a, it's upon the government. It's their responsibility to make sure that you, unless your sentence is to die, it's their responsibility to, to keep, keep you alive. alive. Yes. Uh, well, you know, I mean, like, how long is a piece of string? I mean, there's, there's been a good few people have died in Irish prisons. I mean, don't get me wrong, I understand what you're saying, Shane, particularly when we're talking about things like paedophiles or something like that. You know, that, that I, I'd be happily put them all on an island, you know, and give no, them one, and one piece of bread between a lot of them and let them fight it out. But Sean is right, that's kind of, I'm thinking emotionally. You know? I'm not thinking emotionally. I'm thinking, I think it's a very practical solution to what, to, to, to uh, a non-death penalty. Mm. No, and again, you're just arriving at the death penalty arbitrarily through negligence. No, no, not necessarily. He is saying that they can farm their own food and stuff like that. And the ones who can't die. And the ones who can't defend themselves die. You and learn. the ones who you adapt who... and you learn. Mm. And that doesn't strike you as barbaric somehow. No, not at all. If I was, if I had for, uh, fell from the grace of God in the morning and I ended up on the streets, I would learn to adapt and survive. 
And unfortunately, you know, we're human beings, we're animals in, in, on a planet, survival of the fittest. Well, stay there. Well, stay there, both of you, a second. Let me just go to Jude. Um, uh, Jude, well, hang on. Sorry, Jude, you're on Classic Kids. Hello, Niall. Uh, Jude, you agree with the death penalty. Why am I surprised or not surprised with that? Well, I do believe it. I know it'll never happen here. It's unconstitutional and whatever. Mm. But I do think that the death penalty is right. And there's nothing wrong with retribution. Justice is okay. That's great. And retribution can be involved into justice, which it, I can be quite unemotional about human suffering, so I'm not kicking from, from an emotional point of view. I'm quite, I can really detach myself from human suffering, so I don't, but I think the suffering is good if it's, it depends on the way the, the method of death penalty is carried out, like execution, like elecu, uh, what the execution and needle, and by the needle. It's too quick. Lethal injection, yeah. Lethal injection. I think stoning to death should be the preferred method of the execution. At least when the stone hits their face, you know the last one. At least you know that the job's being well done and there is that amount of suffering. You feel a little bit of retribution because the person who, who committed say, such a heinous crime like child molestation or raping a pregnant mm. woman or killing their child or cutting their child out of them. And you want and to know, and smashing somebody again. in the face with the stone, that's not a horrible thing to do, huh? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Not if you didn't commit a crime, and you're doing that to the person who committed a crime. There's nothing wrong with that. Western civilization is not. Well, there there kind of point here. There is something wrong with you doing that in retribution. I mean, that's illegal. Unless unless the state sanctions it. Yeah, that's what I said. It has to be state sanctioned. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I wouldn't do it myself because it's against the law. But if the state sanctioned it, happy days, it would be legal. Because I think Western society or Western legal system is not exactly as forward as other states, say, like, say, Middle Eastern or, say, um, but, 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 uh, hang on, hang on. Middle, Middle Eastern states do stone uh, people. You've, you've got to be fucking kidding. You're trolling us here at this point, right? No, no, you are, Jude. You are, Jude. Because, because, no, 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 no. Hold up. Because Middle Eastern countries, there are countries, of course, in the cross Middle East where they cut your hands off literally for theft. Uh, they'll cut your feet off uh, for crimes. They, uh, they'll stone you to death. It doesn't make any difference. People still commit crimes. Is that make it? That, yeah, but that person will never, that particular person, that individual will never do that again. So you can be sure ah, would you so stop? There's no good to be no repeat. No well, well, if they're stoned to death, they're not going to do it again, obviously. Yeah. Or if their hands are cut off, they're well, not I, I, guess by that, I guess by that logic, after the first murder, thousands or millions of years ago, when the first family member killed the other guy, that was the end of it, right? Nobody killed anymore after that. Oh, no, no, that will happen, but the person they who never heard of that, that never crime, heard of that individual You've never heard of vendettas before, huh? Apparently, blood feuds. Yes. But what I'm saying is that, that person who committed that crime will never do that again. You're referring to the Middle East. You know, you know the, the, the Shia Sunnis have been fighting in Iraq for 1,400 years. Back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And that's your fucking model for society? No. That doesn't I'm give just, you pause. I cannot no, believe this. Dude, you're they're otherwise not. an intelligent person. I've heard you before. I disagree with you on some things, but you're not an idiot. This is... This is ridiculous. Yeah, but you have to understand, Sean, and Jude has proved this on many occasions, that he's, he's not very empathetic. He doesn't really hold human That's life fine. that much value. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to appeal to his better, you know, his, his kinder side or anything. But this is just a ridiculous nonsense that you're saying. that You mentioned the Sunnis there, the Sunni war, the Sunni war over in the Middle East. Their war has gone on for thousands and thousands of years. That isn't because of there's a death penalty. That's going on because they have, it's because they have a societal or issues with each other's religion. But that has not got to do with the death penalty, because I'm sure um, Sunni and Shia Muslims What is the death penalty but sanctioned violence, as, a, as opposed to what, a war of conquest, a war of religious no, intolerance? The death penalty is not violent if it's state sanctioned and legal because there's, it isn't well, violent. It is, but simply, I mean, would you, you, well, hang on, you just suggested stoning people. Who's, who's going to be A, responsible for the stoning? Do, we, do, we, do people pay to do this and we need 20 people with a bag of stones in their hand? And, and who, you know, who do we select to do Jude, that? And Jude, you suggest Jude, me that's Jude, not violent? Would, I'm guessing Jude would probably bring his son along to, you know. Oh, he probably bring, would, yeah, yeah. Get some postcards and T-shirts and stuff like that. Oh, a few selfies, no problem. So yeah, maybe, yeah. you know, maybe he take the, he put on a show and you let children have the first stone free. Life of Brian. Yeah, God forbid, God forbid like... your innocent son ever be accused of something he didn't do. God forbid. Mm. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really and truly, whatever about the death penalty, dude. You know, in reintroduction of stoning or or, any, or hanging or any form of 
death penalty that we considered to be barbaric seems oh, so bizarre in 2019. So what we should do is make it a nice death penalty. We'll sugarcoat it. A death penalty is a death penalty. The outcome is the same. Why should it, why well, does that it have I to agree be sugarcoated? Yeah. Why does it have to be sugarcoated? Well, I mean, the, the suggestion there a few minutes ago, I, well, that wasn't too bad of a suggestion. I can see flaws in it, but certainly it could be worked on, was Shane's suggestion that we put people on an island and, you know, they have their own farming, they can farm their own food and look after themselves and be self-sufficient. Well, they're not actually going to be totally self-sufficient because to grow your own food and that, you have to have supplies, you have to... Well, yes, obviously, so have, but it'd be so still cheaper than keeping them in jail. So their taxpayers or whatever, is going to, they're still going to be sustained. It would still be cheaper than keeping them in jail. And it would keep them in one place. Away from society. Yeah, but, but if they're dead, they're, not, they're definitely in one place and they're away from society. No, that, so. That's one thing I agree with you about, Jude. It is a bit of a sugarcoating. It, it's, it's hypocrisy that this whole thing with the, with the lethal injections. No, I mean, the killing Jude, is barbaric. Jude, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go, yeah, go ahead, Chad. Yeah, Have you ever seen a stoning by death on YouTube? I have many times. It is the most disgusting. He won't thing. agree with you. No, that's I know why he like, won't. that would be my preferred. That's why I prefer, I prefer that method of execution. Oh Christ, man! Why don't you go and live in Saudi Arabia? I, 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 Jane, I don't know if you've ever heard Jude on the air before. He described stoning before that. He described it in some sort of weird way that he would love to know what's going through their mind as the stone or hit them. See, the last expression on their face as the last stone hits them. Do go. they think, will this stone do it or will I have to endure another one? Ah, for fuck's sake. What yeah, I'm not, a, you, I'm, not a, I'm not a medical professional, but you're, you're in my layman's opinion. You're kind of fucked in the head, Jude. That, that's, that's no, but that's a layman's. That's not, no, that wouldn't be a valid professional um, I just, I just said that disclaimer. And I'd say that disclaimer, Niall, I just said he that. You just said he's not a professional, but, you know. Are but, you saying this now, Jude, in case you're ever up for something and you can claim um, insanity, the insanity defense, or, you know, we'll, we'll go back to the time on Niall Boylan when I said that fucking stoning. So now was, you're assuming that I'm going to be a criminal. That's very offensive to assume that I'm going to be a criminal. You've expressed, you've expressed indifference. No, not just indifference, but the glee in the in the in the violent bludgeoning of somebody to death. That that kind of it's a because we're guilty. It's, a, it's it's the it's so uh, you're on the gateway. Crime. You're on the path to, to wanting to hurt somebody. No, yeah. someone is guilty of a crime. I don't. I have do no desire to do street. something like that. So I'd say you're more likely than me to do something like that. Yes. More likely than a lot. No, I, I mean, I don't get it, Jude. You know, I've I've often uh, you know saw links or where somebody sent me a link to a video of something. I, I remember that last one about two years ago. I think it was in Nigeria of some guy who had raped a local girl, and they dragged him to a ditch, poured petrol on him, and set fire to him while he was still alive. Right, and I don't know. I don't know why I watched this. Somebody had sent me a link to it. And said, oh, this is this is mad. You want to see this thing? This was happening over there. And I, I watched it and I found it to be the most disturbing thing I'd ever seen. And for weeks, it was playing on my mind. I that's could still I see this healthy, guy burning. That's for a healthy human being. And that would be an adequate response, a normal response. But yeah. I don't know what made me watch it. I suppose, I, I don't know, there's something inside you kind of goes, well, you've got to keep watching this. But it was, it was disturbing to watch. Do you, how can you watch something like that, Jude? Because I've detached, I've watched many things. There's a brilliant site called uh, DocumentingReality.com. Absolutely brilliant. You should watch it. I would know. Well, if it's the kind of stuff you're talking about, I wouldn't be watching it, no. Oh, it's not illegal. This stuff is... It's, I'm not it's suggesting it's illegal. I'm just saying I wouldn't be watching it if that's the kind of stuff that's on it. Yeah, but that's... See, I can, I can detach myself from that. And if a criminal, a person who's guilty, is being given that type of debt. Do you not think that's a bit sociopathic? Do you not think it's a bit sociopathic that you can detach yourself from something like that? Not necessarily. It's sociopathic if I detach myself from doing doing things like that. And then you don't. You have. You, you, I'm not sociopathic because I know the difference between right and wrong. You don't have. You don't, that you don't place much of an innate value in human life, though. Obviously. No, I've no. So I've except your own and your family. Human life. Everyone values human life differently. I just have a very low value of people, human life that I don't have an emotional touch with or that committed a crime against someone. You made a slip you know? there. You said that you had an. You were starting to say that you had no emotional attachment to, which is probably, I'm assuming, the vast bulk of humanity would be people you don't have an emotional attachment to. Is that a fair statement? Obviously, be so with everyone else because the world is at seven billion people in it. We're not all emotionally attached to seven billion people. We all have a select few people in the I, world. I think we are actually. And you don't mind <laughs> watching some of them for for amusement being brutally murdered. You don't have a problem with that. 
No, don't, no, not really. No, I don't actually. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Oh, well, well, stay there for a second, please. Let me just go to, uh, before I go to the break, I need to go to Joan as well. Joan, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Joan? Hello, Niall. How are you? Yeah, well, Niall raised the topic at the start because he sent me yeah. a message on Facebook. And, you know, obviously in relation to the amount of murders we've had in this city, in Dublin alone, sure. uh, over the last 10 years or so, he suggested bringing back the death penalty. Now, obviously, legally, we can't bring it back unless we left no. Europe. I mean, you can take away their freedom, but not their life because it would be revenge. And we have to be adult enough to recognise human rights, inhuman rights and revenge. Emotionally, we will want that. We want everything that's awful. Not to the same extent as Jude. Uh, you have to have a certain awareness of uh, human rights. Are you, go, by the way, Joan, are you, are you still with Amnesty International? Oh, I am indeed. Yes, indeed. And, um, and I you mean, still... Uh, have you still I mean I know you mentioned before that you'd written to people on debt road do you still do that or have you still done it uh, yeah it was a friend of mine uh, when you're talking to these people they would prefer to get the death penalty because to be put into a cell for years and years and for every couple of months every year they'll say tomorrow you're going to the guillotine and all of that it's a cruel cruel thing but it's harsher and some of them would prefer to be put to death have it all over they will meet their comeuppance after that I'm sure and whatever lies ahead but you've got to be so careful about mistaken identity I mean you can think of Saudi Arabia the barbarism they will put even mothers who go out with another guy to death they have no human rights ability at all and the death penalty in a lot of these countries has now been changed. There's been a terrific move Nile, in the last 10 years to eradicate the death penalty which it is in lots of African countries because they have agreed it is barbarism. Today's wars with what we hear in this country, I have felt a great change in this country and I suppose all sorts of different cases, not murders. I actually would like to see those people put into jail for an indefinite length of time. Now, it's the government who are directing the legal people, because, you know, I have two members of the family who are judges, and I take a great interest in talking to them and saying, hey, now why didn't he get this? Why didn't he get that? There are mitigation And both, both those members of the family, are they in criminal law? Um, one of them is in um, the second stage, yes, in okay. where a murder, yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, they do come across. But there are so many mitigating things about. You want to really be sitting in every court case to hear extended things. What you read in the paper will be one scenario: they murdered. Now, I'm not saying they should get off lightly, but. It would never warrant the death penalty because uh, it's... But there, are, there are... I understand the point that you're making about certain yeah. types of cases and the mitigating factor and maybe, mm. you know, it might be a husband and wife and maybe the, the wife was giving the husband a hard time and he killed her, not suggesting that's right for a minute, yes. right? And I'm just a hypothetical case, right? But it is a mitigating factor and people could say, well, life in prison would be better, Okay. Yeah, but, 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 there, I, but there are yeah. some callous people in this world, some oh, evil, are. nasty, horrible people who we and know, you know what, will yeah. never be rehabilitated. Oh no, and and you know, and it's not a bad idea to think about putting them on one area on an island and letting them rot there in inverted commas. Um, they, what I think today is that they're so we've really we're like a mini New York at the moment. We are really, and um, I should be allowed, no more than you, to have the freedom to walk down O'Connell Street any time I like. Now, do the government read it like this? We people, human beings, should be free to go anywhere we can. We can't because of what might be around the corner. So we've got to recognise we have the most serious, serious of things that can happen in our lifestyle. That is why... But there's, there's, no, there's no doubt whatever we're doing is not working because not at, working. at one stage last year, I think it was, we had more, and probably this year too, the first six months, yeah. we had more murders and not per head of population. Just well, we had more murders than London, which well, is true. astonishing. And do you know something? I, I something. In a small town in West Cork. We had two murders here just in the last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what's happening, Niall? Everybody now is trying to say, oh, I'm sorry, I, I more or less killed your man or whatever, but of course I'm sick, I am depressed. That's coming over more as trying to help people than anything. And in other words, 
what they're really is turning our country into people with a kind of form of insanity. And they think that they're going to get off. Now, God help us, there may be somebody like that, but these ordinary, everyday murders that go on, it warrants an awful lot of thinking, and something has to be done. They will stay there. People that are alive today will be gone in another year. We should be allowed to have our freedom to live in this world. And... When you think of it, well, you, you are on one. On one hand, you're kind of saying you're completely against the death penalty, but on the other hand, you're you, saying that you know no, no. you obviously have a problem with the amount of crime. And I think what you're trying to say is we need to look at the justice system and fix the amount of the type of sentencing we get. By the way, Maliki texts in as well, and he says, um, "I can't come on tonight, but we need to have a serious debate on bringing back the death penalty. The price of life is cheap now. Removing it has led to an increase in murders, not a reduction." Uh, Niall, it's not a deterrent. We have done yeah. loads. Well, I suppose he's talking. About he's taking Ireland as an example um, and using Ireland as an example, uh, if I can go back to Sean, sorry on this, Sean, you know when we got rid of the death penalty in 1990 not that anybody had been sentenced to death since before the 50s but you know, murder rate has gone up so I mean yeah, what, so. No, murders only come along, Nile. I know. It's nothing to do with the fact that death penalty, not at all. It's the whole way of life with people, and because people aren't being put into prison you, for long look, enough. If you want to look at the long picture in Europe, if we go back to Jude's, I'm guessing his preferred time when there was public executions, breaking on the wheels, drawing and quarterings, hangings. Uh, back in 1500s, you had homicide rates per 100,000 of about 50. Nowadays, it's about one or two per hundred thousand. The U.S. is an outlier with around six. I actually, I actually watched an interesting documentary a while ago, and I, I couldn't believe that there was some guy who was a doctor of psychology or whatever he was, but he was talking about human beings per se. Um, we get into a conversation myself and Michael Lean about this today about whether people are born evil or not. But he was saying that human beings, um, similar to dolphins, uh, human beings are more likely than any other animal to kill each other. Um, yeah. And we're nine times more likely than any other animal in the world to kill, now, to kill each I, other. And we, we have to be trained from a young age not to kill each other. Now, so it's actually I, human yeah. instinct. Can I come in there a moment? Yeah. We were listening to Jude a while ago. Jude has got to the point, I would believe, that he is uh, desensitized, etc., to what he's watching. Our parents in life today, they have children and it's adults who introduce films, production of films and the most everyday worst part of TV Mm -hmm. is the amount of violence all introduced, all promoted by adults. Adults are destroying children. Okay, well, let me just put that to Jude. Jude, it's a good point. You have become, it sounds to me like you're, you're desensitized. Has the media, you know, video games, the media, movies, I mean, you certainly wouldn't have seen a Quentin Tarantino movie 50, 60 years ago in this country. Have they desensitized people to violence? No, I don't think so. I think maybe you are, say, um, already pre- you're say what's the word? It's a predestined. You're already say naturally pre-programmed to be desensitised, and because people have trained themselves, and the, the society has developed people because they know there's laws have have trained themselves unnaturally to be to that, of that predisposition. But people do and are naturally predisposed to be desensitised because that's why, as you just said, that uh, people are more likely to kill each other than any other form of life on this earth. So I don't think videos or TV games or anything or the media has done that. Maybe of course they do, Jude. Yeah, of course they, they do, Jude. Yes, yes, we've, we've, we've come Jude, I think you're wrong. I think the evidence would show clearly if we look back at, the, at you know, murders in the last 10 years, particularly in this country, the individuals that have been responsible for some of these heinous crimes, all we have to look at there is this, their computer history and see the types of stuff that they were viewing, sure. the pornography or the, the grotesque images. There is something, you know, inside of those people that uh, there, there's some sort of leaning towards violence. Yes, probably some of it's genetics, probably there some of probably it's early, early family the history or perhaps, you know, something bad that happened in the neighborhood when they were a kid. Uh, yes, people used to kill each other a lot more, and now they don't kill each other nearly as often. Because we train them not to. That's the law. Yes, that's the long trend of human history. Uh, what you're seeing with this blip in the last ten years is just that. It's just a blip. Uh, I, do, I don't know. I don't know whether it's a blip, Sean. I, I just believe Ireland has become more violent. 
It has, people, no, it has nothing to do with the entertainment. People have been listening and, and, and watching and enjoying violent entertainments for thousands of years, and they used to be much, much worse, much worse. You know, I would, I would beg to differ there. Um, if we used to have bare-knuckle boxing. You used to have bear-baiting. You used to have dog-fighting. Yes, but there's nothing but misery. They don't know how to produce a happy film. We, we yeah, don't know what happiness is. It's yeah, never but young, but yeah, but also, Joan, I, 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 I would say to you, Sean, you know, that's all well and good for older adults going to, you know, bare-knuckle boxing or whatever it happens to be, or dog fighting or whatever it was years ago. But nowadays you've, like, nine-year-olds playing games on computers where they're literally... Yeah, well, that's what I say. They are, they are dreadful, dreadful. No. And, I mean, they uh, you do become immune if you have certain children who are not... Or they become desensitized, absolutely. And they're looking at the most vicious of things that you can watch. Not everybody has the same framework within their being to be able to detract themselves with this. Now, perhaps uh, Jude thinks he's so immune to it that he can watch anything he likes. I wouldn't like to have a family member who would find it interesting to watch anything. Yeah, well, okay. Sorry, Jude, what are you trying to say? I I said I can watch anything. But um, John was saying about um, the kids... um, they're going to. They're they're being um, exposed to this for thousands of years. Thousands of years ago, didn't, there was children brought to the gladiator arena. Those ah, I'm sure in Roman times. Were, I'm sure in Roman times, those children, loads of those children who were, saw those fights, didn't go out committing, committing murders against their own fellow Romans or their. Well, fellow well right now I tell you, Jude. People keep saying all about the talk about wars and everything. Okay, we've had it. I can remember as a child, we wouldn't even know what it was like to think up murder, to look at a film that projected. The most violent century in the history of the species. Yeah, but we were within Whether by that. A percentage so you say the way we're being desensitized because you didn't experience it. It was like as it didn't exist. But wars and all did exist when you experienced it or saw it on the TV or anything when you were younger. Yeah, didn't you mean that wars were happening. But you, you're yeah. looking at wars. If you look tonight and you look at Iran or anywhere, that should put you off and say that the dreadful creatures are killing each other. That doesn't mean that you have to have the death penalty. There are things far worse than the death penalty. Languishing in jail. There are things that we've done educational-wise. You're looking at the very last full stop of things. I mean... Wars have nothing got to do with the death penalty. Sorry, say that again, Jude? Wars have nothing got to do with a death penalty. There's no war in this world that's ever started over a death penalty. We're not saying that. You're not listening. When you see... When, no, when you see a war, it project, projects the most horrific of killing, right? And that's what we are pushing nowadays into what, every pissing human beings exa- against each in, other? In, no, we're pushing it and projecting it from our TV screens within the house. Okay, well, stay there a second. Let me go to Peter before the break of a camp. Peter, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Peter? Thank goodness for that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Peter. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, but, Peter, well, do, do you agree with the death penalty? I believe um, in rehabilitation for people who have murdered. Um, my own brother um, took someone's life, and um, it was it was an accident. Was it manslaughter? Yeah, he was done for manslaughter in the end because he didn't mean to kill the person. But he did. Um, mean, but he did mean to harm them. He did mean to harm them. Yeah. Well. Can I ask family you? Okay, but okay, can I ask you? Just you don't have to give me too many of the details. But if he's convicted, yeah. it's a matter. It's a matter of record, anyway. But I mean, yeah. I mean, what was the method? Um, shot. He shot him in the leg. Okay. Well, I mean, with the greatest respect, Peter, if you take a gun to somebody and you shoot somebody in the leg, you know, and they die, which they, he obviously hit yeah. a femoral artery. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you kind of get what's coming to you, don't you? Because I mean, you have a gun, there's a bullet, and you know it's capable of killing somebody. You're not silly. Well, when you're trying to protect yourself the way um, some of us had to do growing up in the areas that we grew up in, it was a case of if he hadn't have done it, it would have been done for him, to him. And how long did he so, get? How long did he get? He got nine years. Okay. For manslaughter. Because of the, situ- the circumstances that surrounded the case because of the ongoing things that he was involved in. And then I also know other people that have murdered, cold-blooded, um, and are, have been released and are trying to go back into society and trying to live their lives again. Um, 
and and I walk. And do they deserve to? I mean, if somebody murders somebody in cold blood, leave aside your brother for a second, because obviously there was a feud going on there, and there was different yeah. circumstances, right? But mind you, somebody is dead at the end of it. We're conscious yeah. of that. But, I mean, let's talk about cold-blooded murder. Somebody goes out, you know, and plans and meticulously plans the death of somebody else, an innocent person. You know, I don't know, a woman walking through a park, he drags her behind a bush, he rapes her in a violent manner and then strangles oh, her to oh. death. I'm only telling I'm giving you the worst-case scenario. Yeah. Do you believe that person deserves to breathe the same oxygen as me and you? I don't. I don't. If it's premeditated and it's, um, what would you say, um, like serial killer style and all that. I I really believe something serious should happen to them. Um, I don't. Th- I don't. Anyone that's involved in a crime that had anything to do with se- of sexual um, nature, I think there's no there's no um, world scientists or there's no studies that can prove that a rapist or someone that has sexually what would you say, sexually abuses somebody. There's no um, scientific uh, research into, like, any of them being ever re- rehabilitated. No, the rehabilitation so rate is very low, yes. Very, very low, because it's, I think it's something that's within their mind. But yeah, but I, I could equally say to you, Peter, you were an addict, and the rehabilitation rate for people in your situation is very low, but you came through. So yeah. you, there's always that possibility. I'm, I know I'm giving you both sides of the argument here. You can agree yeah. that the recidivism rate is yeah. high, but that still doesn't necessitate capital punishment necessarily. You could still imprison someone indefinitely. And I bet, again, they can't offend again. I, I guess, and so the fellow prisoners, of course, are staff, but that's another... And what would happen to two or three people that I know that done that time, that um, are sorry for what they've done, if they could turn back time, they wouldn't have done what they've done. Um, what about them people? Well, Jude, what about them people? You're the one what who agrees them? with the death penalty. Yeah, um, what about them? Well, they murdered somebody or killed somebody, and you know they regretted what they did. They had remorse. They get out after 15 years and turn their lives around. Well, could you sure? Could you be sure that they're only remorseful or regretful because they're locked up, or is it because they, uh, they didn't get away with it, or if they did get away with it and there was no just and what they did, you mean? And they're 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 caught, would they be, re- would they're they're be remorseful? And they're trying to be reintroduced back into society. Fifteen years of their lives, right? They took someone's life. I'm not getting away from that. That's a, a drastic thing to do. But yeah, I'm sure there was, was a major component in that person's um, end of de- end of life. Sorry, was it second sure degree murder? murder? Okay, well, well, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. What, 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 are you, what are you saying, John? Sorry. I'm just saying that people. You, you said killing and murder as if they were the same thing. They most certainly are not. There's first degree murder. There's second degree murder. There's 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 negligent homicide. There's manslaughter. There's involuntary manslaughter. Well, in, in Ireland, because, well, in Ireland, we only have two things. Well, you have three, including well, insanity. I'm speaking you, more general. Yeah, you know, you've like, you've murdered manslaughter. Manslaughter can be accidental. We have these distinctions because they're important. You don't penalize the person who who accidentally runs somebody over and kills him with the car the same... Well, that's involuntary manslaughter, yes. As somebody who plots uh, for No, absolutely not. I think think we're all a very good understanding of that. Okay, it's Adrian James. Good evening, Nara. Good evening, James. I've been listening there very closely now. I would be kind of siding with Jude there, Nara. Surprises me. Yes, I would be. If, especially for a, a heinous crime with, uh, like they have in America, maybe if they've murdered a but you, you don't agree with Jude in relation to standing watching somebody being stoned to death, do you? Well, uh, I, I, I wouldn't uh, abdicate for another country's justice system now, if that's the culture they have. Uh, I, well, would you I, like to see it in Ireland? It, but, uh, would you like to see that in Ireland? Would you like to see? We're not stoning that. No, no. But uh, I, 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 I am in favour of the death penalty for the most heinous of crimes, like murdering a child or raping and murdering a child. I've seen your men there, gentlemen there, a couple of times. What's his name? Trevor McDonald, and he goes interviews people on death row, you know. Mm-hmm. And Piers Morgan has done, and quite a lot of them uh, have admitted it. They've, they're admitting it to Trevor McDonald. They're, they're, they're have admitted their guilt. Mm. So. What I'm saying is, I'm quite amused actually at Sean there. Sean saying the state shouldn't sanction uh, revenge or retribution. Mm. So well, that he, means. Well, he's actually gone there, but jo- Joan would feel the same way about it. Well, anyway. yeah, well, if Sean said that, but in that case, uh, the United States should not have executed Osama bin Laden because that was for revenge. Well, so that a, was that's a good point, Joan, isn't it? 
well, it's a point, all right, and we're taking the very biggest case, but that's a matter for their country. As individuals here, we have to have some standing. I just want to say something that relates. I mentioned, or you mentioned no, a while no, ago. No, 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 let, no, let's stick yeah, the point. But this, no, no, well, let's stick the point he made. Yeah, but this, the, 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 the state sanctions murder. I'm going to give you an example that's relevant now. In New York, the cops would be checked every so often in case they became desensitized. And all the people in, say, this country who would have guns without permits, they are never checked out. And from one country to another, it will depend on who the actual president of the country. You're looking at barbaric countries like Saudi Arabia. But I can tell you that in Malawi, only in the early 90s, they came together with many, many people, presidents of the different African states, and said, no, it's an act of revenge. And if you relate our present guy, Trump, the guy has murder one day in his head. He hasn't got it the next day. He is absolutely AWOL. But one of these days, he will say it. Is he desensitized? I would say he is. No. Yes, hi, James. Uh, regarding Amnesty International and Colm yes. O'Gorman, who was a senior figure in Amnesty International, yes. I find their hypocrisy nauseating now. And because, because Mr. O'Gorman is one of the leading campaigners in this country to take away the right to life of the unborn. Well, Amnesty International did support uh, pro-choice, yes, at the time. Yes. And you believe that's hypocritical. But they would argue that they were fighting for the rights of women rather than the rights of the unborn exactly. child. And in relation to Colin O'Gorman, he's not on the show, so let's not discuss him per se, but you can discuss Amnesty International. Of any kind. You know, sorry? So, I wouldn't agree on abortion at any well, time. I, I do. I've said this to you before, Joe, and I find it bizarre that you still support amnesty. You can support the cause, oh, I suppose. No, 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 no. You're allowed to have differences of opinion and different things. But they I, knew well, nothing. I, I couldn't be part of an organisation I didn't agree with. No, no. They they. they they don't. Uh, they never had anything at all. No experience, and they took it from um, what was it? The red something um, thing, and they got talking to different people. And what I believe, and I had said it at the time to them, that the wrong message came out the way it was prescribed, even said by column. I had a word myself with him, and said you would think by what you're saying representing amnesty that you want to go for abortion but it was explained in a totally different way to me about if a woman's life was in danger. Okay, well let's, let's not, we don't, I don't want to go into that. If we want to talk about amnesty in general, we can. We can't talk about obviously uh, Colm and his personal opinions or personal views on it because he's not on the air obviously to defend himself in relation to that. But James getting back to the death penalty per se I mean, no? we, we've seen the death penalty worldwide and as Sean rightly pointed out, he's back there in a second. I'll, I'll let him back in in a second. But it hasn't achieved anything, James. It does achieve one very important thing. That, as I said, I've seen many of these programs where the families come in to see the execution. And they at last get some peace now that they don't have to wake up every morning thinking this person is above in prison, having his breakfast, having his lunch, <laughs> enjoying his day. They, they don't want to think about him anymore. He's gone. So I'm only interested in the relatives of the victim. I have no interest in the killer now. It means nothing to me. I'm only interested in the relatives and of the victims and their, their peace of mind. And if it gives them peace of mind that he's gone, that suits me great now. Well, Sean, I mean, Sean, you're back there now. The, the question you would have been listening there that James asked in relation yeah. to what you said. Well, no, I just the, 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 I have to object that that I would the, the implication that I this this re- ridiculous implication that the the killing of Osama bin Laden was anything like an execution. That was a special forces raid in Pakistan. That was not sitting in a gas chamber in California. Well, that doesn't make he was still executed. And he received no trial. He, was not, he received no trial. Yeah, it was Operation Neptune Spear was a killer capture mission. I'm quoting here from directly from the Associated Press. A killer capture mission since the U.S. doesn't kill unarmed people trying to surrender. It was not an execution. In other words, now obviously he wasn't going to just give up. But if he had, he wouldn't have been killed. It was not unlike, again, somebody being led to a gas chamber or strapped to a gurney. They don't get just to get to tap out and say, no, uh, never mind, I, I don't want to be killed. It's a really stupid equivalence. It's not a stupid... If, if you go that far, 
Should Britain have not retaliated at all against the Germans? Should they have not have bombed Berlin at all? What were they looking for? They were looking for retribution, for revenge. Those are acts of war, for Christ's sake. We're talking about the judicial system, Mm. not military conflicts. Okay, but, but, I mean, James, I I do get the point Sean is making. It is, it's not, it's a kind of weak analogy. They are acts of war. It's conflict, you know, and yes, it is state-sanctioned, but it is conflict. And yes, we don't examine the individuals that were shooting when you're, you know, lying in the trenches, but they are shooting back at you. So it is a form of defense as well, and you're you're defending your state. They're not executing their opposite number. No. No, so, I mean, but getting back to what we're talking about, James, which is the death penalty per se, I mean, what has been, what has been achieved apart from you say the victims get some sort of retribution? Is that what you feel they get? Yes, they get peace because they know he's gone. That's what that's what I've heard them saying. That he's gone, and we don't have to think about him anymore. I listen to those interviews too, and they vary an awful lot, Niall. Mm-mm, I've heard Those interviews more, I... vary from one week to the next. Oh, yeah. Don't be taken in by that. That's a weak argument. Those people yeah. will am, talk for television. Sorry, Peter, you want to say something there? Go ahead. That man seems to be basing all his things on documentaries and things that he's watching on in America where somebody's on the... the yeah, I've watched them and some of them are interesting, yeah. Yeah, but what about everyday reality that the, the people in this country live in that are surrounded by drugs and that are surrounded by this lifestyle that I grew up with? What about the people like that? So instead of watching television, what about the people of Ireland? that are going through so many things, people losing their lives, you know, over drugs, the amount of killings that's going on in this country is just, it's unbelievable. He's sitting there talking about documentaries and all. With, with, with James saying it, that, that's it, they're out of mind. That's, again, is ridiculous. Let, let's say I were a hard man and I had a hard man for a brother and he killed somebody and was put to death. Uh, and, and you were testifying in the jury, or you were some of the family members who cheered on my brother being put down. Yeah, I might come looking for you. I might get my own extrajudicial remedy, if you get what I mean. So saying that you have peace of mind is, again, this blissful idiocy. But, 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 but for a lot of people, that's the way they feel. And, and maybe the, we don't, it's very hard for us to, it's easy for us to disconnect ourselves from the crime because it's not our relation. Mm. But for those victims of crime, I can understand what, what James is saying. I mean, if somebody, you know, harmed my partner, my kids, or, or, you know, or anybody belonged to me, my feeling has always been the same. And, and I expect to go to jail for it, by the way. I don't believe they'd make it to same a court. Here. They oh, wouldn't make it to a courtroom. I'm not saying that people should should do extrajudicial remedies. I'm but I would I would be there, I, you know, at that person's death if they, if there was a death penalty, really and I'd be smiling. Out, if you really want them out of mind, throw lock them up and throw away the key for the rest of their lives. Yeah, but like, like James was saying, maybe they don't want to be thinking every morning that this person is still alive, eating breakfast, meanwhile their husband, father, son, daughter is dead, or maybe raped in a vicious way and killed. Well, that's their own well, hang on, let James respond to that. So, James, you're being bitter, is what Sean is emotions, sorry. So if your daughter has been strangled and murdered, you're not entitled to be bitter, uh, Sean, is it? Sure, of course you are. I'm you don't have children, so you don't understand this, eh? I don't expect the government to carry out whatever emotional whim happens to pass my fancy, though. That's where we differ, apparently. I expect it to execute the laws impartially, not to give in to egg people, to give in to people being egged on through emotionalism. That's what I expect. As I said, uh, 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 the reason we have this level of crime in this country and the reason we uh, are still reaching the level it is is because we're too soft on crime uh, now. And that's what happens when you're too soft, when you have kind of people like Sean's liberal views. That's your theory, but it hasn't borne out by evidence. It isn't Sean, out Sean by is more interested in the criminal than the victim. Historically, or historically. You're more interested in the criminal than the, the victim. Sean, I do understand what he's saying. Well, hang on, Sean. I do understand what he's saying. You seem to be more for the criminal's rights than the victim's rights. Does, does the victim's family not have any rights? They have the right to see the person locked up and die in prison. That's what they have the right to. But if, you be- steal my, if you steal my car, I don't have the right to go smash you in the face with a ball-peen hammer, despite the fact that I might be justified in feeling so. Do they have the right to know that that person is being treated well with respectfully? Maybe that's not what they want. They want that person to suffer. 
Again, I don't care what they want on an individual level. But that's the, but, the, but we have to care what they want. Well, that explains are, all. Sean has just given himself away. He doesn't care about the right. victims. I don't care beyond a certain point. No, once justice is done, I don't give a shit. If you're still bitter and want to see the person be ground under a big stone or quartered or hung or boiled alive, then I get off the fucking train. I don't care at that point. You're on your own. I don't expect the state to enforce your desires because those are sick desires. Tough shit. Speaks to men who has no children. If he had a daughter or a granddaughter. Right, and I have no relatives. I have no friends or family members that I wouldn't. I think, think Sean, Sean, with respect, you know, and and I'm not just having a pop at you because you don't have any kids. I'm just saying, when you have children, it's very different even to having a mother and father. I I think people will understand what I'm saying, that children, um, the, the bond that you have with your children is stronger than any bond you will ever have with anybody in your life. And if anybody touches them, you will want revenge. Yes, and I have said I have said I agree with that desire. What I do not agree with is the state enacting that desire. 